Welcome to Domestic Chaos. I'm Burr Beard. A lot of news this week, and I begin to write, though it's only Tuesday. Well, Donald Trump returned to New Jersey after his Saturday night speech at CPAC last weekend. The FBI, under a search warrant, searched his Mar-a-Lago, Florida state to recover boxes of documents that contained many pages of classified documents. Trump never met repeated requests from the National Archives or the FBI to turn them over. Got an email of breaking news that Tuesday night from the New York Times. They report that Trump said the FBI broke into a safe and the act was an effort to stop him from running for president in 2024. Quote, such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Except Trump's so-called third world country is the United States of America. Criminal codes which carry jail time, said the Times, can be used to prosecute anyone who willfully injures or commits any depredation against any property of the United States and anyone who willfully and unlawfully conceals, obliterates, or destroys government documents. And Trump compared the break-in or search as akin to the Watergate break-in here on the anniversary of Nixon resigning as president. White House aides under Trump said he was known to rip up official documents, tape them back together, and from an upcoming book by a New York Times reporter, staff members would find clumps of torn paper clogging a toilet and believed he threw them in. So Trump is now at his summer home in Bedminster, New Jersey, where he planned a dinner Tuesday night with GOP congressional leaders, I guess to lick his wounds and then to plan a strategy for turning Congress and the presidency over to Republicans. Now for a bizarro MAGA world story. At the CPAC recently, a fake jail cell, a real January 6th defendant, and tears, prayers, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mother Jones reports that last Friday, January 6th defendant Brandon Straka got in the cage and cosplayed his jail time, sobbing and waiting for security guards clearing the way for Republican Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene to have the cage unlocked so she could enter. She hugged Straka, then fell to her knees, sobbing and praying with him. Boy, you can't make this kind of stuff up, people. Nor this, after the breaking news of the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, Marjorie Taylor Greene lashed out in a tantrum and called for the abolishment of the FBI, posting pictures of an upside-down American flag and claiming, weakness will not be tolerated. Quote, I spent a decade working in counterterrorism. The rhetoric we are seeing from leaders of my party, the Republican Party, is directly fueling violence and a spike in domestic terrorism. This is not a partisan observation. This is a public safety warning. That from former Department of Homeland Security Chief Staff Miles Taylor on Twitter. NBC News reporter Ben Collins covers domestic terrorism and warned that night of the potential for far-right violent response to the Mar-a-Lago break-in in reposting tweets from the militia mob folks. Where does the shooting start? He has but to ask. Don Jr., we know you lurk across the Rubicon. None of this demonstrating in the snow shit. Summertime was meant for the killing fields. Ben Collins is serious about this. His tweet said the post on these pro-Trump forums tonight are as violent as I've seen them before January 6th, maybe even more so. 
I finished brother and volunteer service as a conscientious objector at the end of the Vietnam War. Luckily, because the church I was raised in is a historic peace church, I was granted CO status in conservative Franklin County, Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano's dark home base. We'll have more on him later. During the summer of 73, I watched the Watergate hearings during BVS where I lived in Brotherin House in D.C. Then in 74, I sat with friends and watched Nixon give his resignation speech. Times have changed and all of Trump's charges combined make the Watergate break-in look like a practice run-through. Although Trump will never resign, and I guess we will be lucky to see him convicted in jail with his corrupt ways, we also will be lucky if a lot of people aren't killed by the likes of the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys. So more about me, so happy that I joined the thousands of young people, turned on to the 60s and 70s music, and a desire to live alternative lifestyles. We are criticized as lazy baby boomers, and compared to the so-called best generation of World War II-era veterans and our parents' lifetimes. I graduated with a history and education degree, but went on to educate and communicate through playing music, traditional folk of Ireland and Appalachia in bands. I still play, semi-retired, have taught at Ohio University, and learned to make documentary films, which you can find on Vimeo. More Trump from the New York Times, a federal appeals court ruled Tuesday that the House of Representatives could gain access to his IRS tax returns. The Times also has answers to questions about what the FBI raid could mean to Trump with this question answer, and what about in Regency? If Trump took documents from the White House to Florida 20 months ago, would a judge want some reason to think that the documents are still there? Yes, one of the requirements for the search warrant is evidence that the information will be there during the two-week period that the FBI is authorized to make the search. The information is not stale. And that's the term of the art that people talk about. Is the information presented by the FBI to the court stale? This is Domestic Chaos. I'm Burr Beard. Last week I talked about the flooding in Appalachian, Kentucky, And so here are some financial support links from the Daily Yonder. Team Eastern Kentucky Flood Relief Fund, the Foundation for Appalachian Kentucky's Appalachian Crisis Fund, and Appalachian Regional Healthcare Flood Relief Fund. Check them out. Now to the local beat. Doug Mastriano testified for the January 6th Select Committee Tuesday, And after he pressed for the interview to be filmed by his lawyer so they could cut the tape themselves before the clip would be used at an upcoming January 6th committee hearing, that request denied, Mastriano walked out of the interview after only 15 minutes. The New York Times reported that Mastriano refused to answer any questions, pledging to sue the committee. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was to testify Tuesday as well. Just the latest in the Trump-infested Bizarro World Mastriano campaign for Pennsylvania governor. Meanwhile, GOP players formed a Josh Shapiro pack to buck an unacceptable Mastriano. WHYY reports that nine centrist Republicans with close ties to state government formed the funding group. Former acting Pennsylvania Attorney General Walter Cohen and his wife Susan 
the former executive director of the State House Joint Bipartisan Committee, are involved in the PAC and have already co-hosted a fundraiser that raised $80,000 for Shapiro in Carlisle. Cohen, who's known Shapiro for nearly 20 years, said Mastriano, quote, talks like a lunatic and is a danger to the state and to the country. Illustrious bozo conspiracy theorist U.S. Congressman Scott Perry, who serves the small town where we live, is in the news. He was traveling with his family and was stopped by the FBI this week. The Hill reports that he told Fox News he was handed a warrant as agents requested his cell phone. He went on to say that he was outraged that the FBI, under the direction of Merrick Garland, DOJ would seize the phone of a sitting member of Congress. Above the law, Scott? Perry has refused to testify to the January 6th committee, although he was subpoenaed. He is under scrutiny of the committee, as well as a key figure in Trump's election fraud probes. They can take the fifth and skirt the law, but it all only shows these crooks have a lot to hide. Certainly a crazy week. Trump's confiscated documents now seem to have something to do with nuclear security. The violent reaction has begun with a January 6th crackpot gunned down in Ohio for shooting up the front of an FBI office in Cincinnati. WITF reports that a group of Philadelphia and state doctors have come out against Dr. Mehmet Oz's run for U.S. Senate, proclaiming that the heart surgeon and TV personality, quote, a major threat to public health in Pennsylvania. We will close with the sound from a recent Media Touch commercial on Dr. Oz. It was posted by one Texas Paul, a soft-spoken attorney and former Texas House rep as a Democrat, with apologies to Judy Garland and the Wizard of Oz. Enjoy. Hey folks, this is old Texas Paul. It is my privilege to introduce to you Midas Touch's latest political ad. It is really good, folks. It is really good. They just released it and it's already going viral. They take Dr. Oz to the woodshed on this. And from what I understand, they got a little something special planned here in the near future for that shyster. So I just want to take a second to say thank you. It's your support that makes this happen. So enjoy. We'll take this fall out. We'd like you to keep your promise to us. And now I've got the number one miracle in a bottle to burn your fat. It is the new Miracle Berry. Lightning in a bottle. The miracle of the year. It's raspberry ketones. C. buckthorn. Alpha cyclodextrin. Green coffee bean extract. Yacone syrup. Red palm oil. Garcinia cambogia. It's a miracle flower. This miracle pill. Brand new miracle. Do you believe that there's a miracle pill out there? There's not a pill that's going to help you long-term lose weight and live your, the best life without diet and exercise. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You may think magic is make-believe, but this little being, as scientists saying, they found a magic weight loss cure for every body type. A recent study found the main ingredient in those magic beans not only failed to help lab mice, it gave them the early symptoms of diabetes. 
I'll fight to secure the border so we don't have to fly illegal immigrants into airports like this in the middle of the night. He actually had to pay the largest fine in American history for employing undocumented workers. $95 million? I can't even believe this figure. I'm a resident of Montgomery County. I voted twice, so I feel big time Pennsylvania. For years, he's lived in New Jersey, and his social media still frequently shows him at his North Jersey mansion. So he is running for office in a state he doesn't seem to want to live in. You He's completely changed his positions on just about every issue. At this point, Bill Cosby is a more credible TV doctor. I know you know how much power you have. You are very powerful. If you are really great and powerful, you'll keep your promises. Physicians say Dr. Oz is a quack and a charlatan. The only thing that people like Dr. Oz care about is themselves. You're a very bad man. And for this week, that's Domestic Chaos, theme music by Alastair Savage. The show is produced by Burr Beard and Julie Wagaman Beard. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week, same time, same station, for Domestic Chaos, I'm Burr Beard.